The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. back everybody to another episode of mlb dfs quick hits your wednesday april 27th edition hope everybody had a great tuesday fun night of baseball action should have been uh, sitting pretty with some of the plays we made on this show and in the article at rotoballer.com your free dfs pick so lots of good stuff there did not have anthony rizzo so weren't taking home the whole cha-cha but definitely a winning night when all things are said and done we nailed the pitching yet again and that is the name of the game so everybody did well Again, if you ever have any questions, I'm on Twitter at PDNTrick and join us in the free Fantasy DGNs Discord. Just let me know and we'll get you an invite right into that deal. Um, if you give this podcast a rate and review on iTunes, I'd appreciate it. And, or if you like to watch it, go to the Fantasy DGNs YouTube channel. Give it the old thumbs up, subscribe, and enjoy as well. Free season long players, bench with Bubba dropping twice a week, at least, if not three times for you. Tuesday night, another episode of Bubba and the Bat Flip recapping the week four action with strategy talking much, much more. And also for you PGA DFS players, myself and Jesse on the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast got you ready for this week's Mexico Open. Lots of fun stuff there, but you guys are here for DFS action. So we have eight games on the main slate for Wednesday. It's funny because there's like four games in the hour prior to it, but they don't want to start till 7.05. So we have eight games to break down for your totals on this slate. Orioles, Yankees, total of eight. Marlins, Nats, seven. Red Sox, Jays, nine. Cubs, Braves, eight and a half. Tigers, Twins, seven. Astros, Rangers, eight and a half. Guardians, Angels, seven and a half. A's, Gigantes, seven and a half as well. Let's get into the picks on this slate. Pitcher's position, Pablo Lopez, 9,900 bucks, leads the way, which bit shocking. He's been outstanding so far this year, coming off 36 points his last time out. Seven strong, and he threw 100 pitches, nine strikeouts. Just not sure I'm going to Pablo at 9900 bucks. The Nats are struggling for sure, but 23% K rate. I'm going to pass on Pablo at 99 Could be totally wrong here. Could miss the boat here. But I'd rather go to a few other guys. Like I'd rather take a gamble on a Joe Ryan at 9600 bucks. We've been rolling with him. Back-to-back starts of six innings, five or more Ks in both starts. Got up to 85 pitches this last go-around again. That's why he's GPP only for me is they're going to keep him around the 85 to 90 pitch mark, which is good, but 25 or more DK points in each of his last two starts. It's a pesky Tigers team, but a Tigers team you can take advantage of striking out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching, hitting 214 with a 103 ISO. 
So I'll be looking to get some Joe Ryan at 96 instead of Pablo Lopez and see how that one plays out. But your top option in a vacuum is Shohei Otani at $9,000. Like he's at home against the Cleveland Guardians. This is a great spot to be in. Cleveland striking out only 21% of the time versus right. That's been going up a little bit here, hitting 270 with the 170 ISO. But Shohei is an all or nothing guy, but at 9K, he should be the, he should be at least 10K on this slate. So give me Shohei at 9,000. I will definitely be rolling him, but I think he'll be very, very popular. So keep that in mind when you're looking at Shohei Otani. If you want to save some cash, I think Charlie Morton at 8,200 bucks has some some legs to him. Last two starts, not great. After a great start against Cincinnati at home, last two starts were on the road against the Dodgers and the Padres. Not good. Not good at all. Well, he's back home. He's throwing 95 pitches in each of his last two starts, which is a big, big plus. And now you get a Chicago Cubs striking out over 21% of the time versus righties, hitting 286 with a 133 ISO. So Morton at 8,200 bucks is a bit of a savings. I'm willing to give him a shot once again as he's got that 20-plus point upside at home in Hotlanta. So give me some Chucky at 8,200. Uh, Jomo, 75 versus Baltimore. We'll go back to this well. Um, you know, he only he threw five shutout innings. only struck out two when he faced Baltimore last week. Six innings, one or in five Ks against Detroit this last time out. I'll go right back to the well, guys. You know the drill here with Baltimore. 29.3% K rate versus lefties, hitting 219 with a .076 ISO. Um, yeah, go back to Jomo at seventy five hundred bucks. I'll be I'll be going there yet again. A fun one is Christian Javier at seven K versus Texas. The question is, he only threw fifty five pitches in his last outing, which makes things a little tricky to say the least. But we'll have to uh, keep him in mind going forward. Seven Ks, man. If he can get to like seventy pitches, it's a little more intriguing. Like he, we'll, have to, we'll have to pay attention to um, beat reporters because. Texas is playing well, but only a .078 ISO 220 average against right-handed pitching. Not a lot of strikeouts, but Christian Javier is good, really good. So um, 7K, if I knew he was getting 85-plus pitches, I'd be all in. I'm skeptical he gets 70. And so that's something we'll have to definitely monitor throughout the day on Wednesday. And hopefully some news comes in the Slack chat that we can all help each other out on and, and see where that one goes. Uh, Michael Pinata is making the second start of the season. If you want to buy into that, I'm not. I'm going to keep playing against him. I got Glenn Otto coming off a of beauty against Oakland. Uh, now he gets um, the Houston Astros, who are slowly getting going, including one Kyle Tucker, for those keeping track at home. He went to Ding Dong City on Tuesday. Uh, when you look at Houston on this slate, trying to find them, I always um, 23% K rate, 220 average against. Uh, right-handed pitching. So if you want to go to Glenado, if you believe the changes have been made, 6,500 is an interesting, interesting approach, but he's not the punt I would make. He's, he's a good punt. He'll be a lower own punt because most won't go up against um, the, the the Astros. The punt I'm going to make, and most will as well, the question is how far does he go in this game? He threw 61 pitches his last start, five shutout innings with four Ks against Nats. That's Jacob Junis of Giants because he gets – the Oakland Athletics, a striking out 24.5% of the time versus righties, 212 average, 129 ISO. So Junis at 6K is very, very live, but Glenn Otto is a good pivot off of Jacob Junis if you want to be a bit different on this slate. So pitchers again, Pablo Lopez, not me for now, but maybe, you know, maybe Josh Bell sits. He played on Monday or Tuesday. Maybe he sits. Maybe there's some interesting lineups. Could be more appealing. Joe Ryan, I think, is a great tournament play. At 9,600 bucks, you got to hope he gets the 85 to 90 pitches and uh, gets the job done there against Detroit. Shohei's awesome at 9K. He's going to be chalk. It could be 
we have a good shot guy every night, it, it should be Shohei tonight. That's just the way the things are looking. I think Charlie Morton in tournaments at 82 is very, very nice. Love me some Jomo. Like in a perfect vacuum, I know this was asked in the Slack, uh, the Discord on Tuesday. They're looking ahead in the schedule, but Otani and Jomo is like the perfect storm. Hopefully they both pitch well, but that's a combination I like a lot with uh, Otani and Jomo. And then um, we'll keep an eye on Javier, his news, but Glenn Otto and uh, Junis are your punts. I think Otto's a great pivot off of what will be a chalky Jacob Junis. Uh, let's talk bats on this slate. Eight games on a, th- on a Wednesday. Catcher's position, you got uh, Max Stassi's fine. If you don't like Jacob Junis, who's a very up-and-down pitcher in his career, Sean Murphy at 46 is a good contrarian play. Because if if Junis is chalky, I will definitely have some Oakland A's exposure. If it's only a three-man stack or whatever, I will have some sort of A's exposure. There's no questioning that whatsoever. So Sean Murphy at 46 is interesting. Um, cheaper guys, though. Zach Collins, thirty-four hundred bucks versus Waka. Keep going back to that. Well, uh, Travis Darnold's price is up a little bit. He's still only thirty-three hundred bucks. Really good spot there versus Lighter Junior. So Collins and Darnold is a great spot to, to get some good exposure and save some money. Yeah, Joey Bart at thirty-one. I think I'd rather have Travis Darnold and Zach Collins, but uh, you could go to Bart if you're going to stack in that game. Other than that, though, not much initially at the shortstop position. But again, it's a Wednesday. It could be a getaway day, even though it's an evening game for some. So check some lineups and see how that one plays out. Uh, first base position, Larito at 58. Keep playing your Jays, folks. But um, I like the Giants against Blackburn in this one. Blackburn kind of got exposed a bit in his last start. Um, this could be a good spot for Belton Company to go. Rizzo triple donged on Monday. He'll be very popular against Wells at 5,500. I'll pass on a popular... Rizzo, I'd rather play Jared Walsh against Plesak at 47. Plesak, a massive pitch-to-contact guy. I, I will uh, keep playing against guys like that time and time again. Uh, below 4K, though, you got a few other options. Nathaniel Lowe at 3,500. Garrett Cooper at 34 are a couple you could look at. Um, even cheaper plays if you are fading Junis. Seth Brown's 2,900 bucks. Uh, you got Torkelson at 29 versus Joe Ryan, which is tricky, but could be a good tournament. Look for you as well. And then Betancourt of Oakland is $2,200 against Junis. He had a big double on uh, Tuesday night, just smoked one into the gap. So if you are fading Junis, Betancourt's super cheap at first base, lets you pay up some pitchers or some Jays or somebody else. And you can have some fun in that in that regard for sure. Uh, second base position, get Jazzy with a Jazz Chisholm versus Eric Fede at 5,300. I like that. I also like Albies at 51. So two really good pay up spots between Chisholm and Albies. Uh, maybe Albie's a little more so versus Lighter and company, but Jazzy Jazz is my dog, and he is having a hell of a season. Uh, DJ LeMayu continues to get the job done. He's only 4600 bucks, leading off for the Yanks against Tyler Wells. Jorge Polanco at 4K. Uh, again, Pineda's another pitch-to-contact guy. Five shutout innings his last time out, but only two strikeouts. That's what Pineda does. So Polanco at 4K is a, is, is a very, very live play. Tony Kemp at 3800 bucks had a rough, rough Tuesday night, a couple strikeout looking. One he did not like at all. So you can go right back to him at 38 if you're looking for some A's exposure versus Jacob Junis. Sheldon Noisy also second base, third base. He had a couple stolen bases on Tuesday. I liked kind of Noisy. I've talked about him on the show recently. I think he's got some massive appeal the more they let him go out there and play. And if he's stealing bags to top it off at 3300 bucks, definitely a look. Santiago Espinal, big game on um, on Tuesday. Go right back to him as a nice piece of a discount in Toronto. He's only like 5% owned. On Tuesday, so go get some of him at $2,900 against Michael Walker by hitting seventh or eighth. That's just fine. Don't worry about that one one bit at all. 
third base position for you. J Ram got a big RBI double in the ninth to just keep racking up points. He's in play. Bregman at 5K, like them both quite a bit on this one. But uh, Devers at 48 is a nice contrarian play where Stripling is most won't go to Boston, I don't think. Maybe Boston Toronto has the highest total on the slate. So maybe we do get more Boston exposure. We'll see. Um, but I think there's other spots people want to go to. You got DJ LeMayhu at 46 is not too shabby. Um, but Austin Riley at 41. Atlanta's got my attention because you look at uh, you look at lighter so far this year. Let's have, let's just dig in. We got a quick show going here because it's a small, goofy slate. But um, we got lighter to start the year out here. He's gone three and a third, four innings, giving up nine total runs. Uh, he's giving up a home run in each start. He's giving up a 9% barrel rate, 32% hard hit rate, a plate discipline, only a less than 9% swinging strike rate, not getting a ton of chases, 78% uh, contacts, not horrible. Let's look at some splits here from lighter just for fun because he you knows – Big-time prospect getting his first uh, cup of coffee, really, with the Cubs this season. He got some time with Philly a few years ago. Um, so far this season versus lefties, he hasn't faced a lefty yet, so that's good to know. Faced le- did well against lefties in the past. Um, we'll have to wait and see what he does, but uh, as a whole, I know that's that's righty. Uh, I'm an idiot. Okay, versus lefties. Lefties hitting 214 with a 429 slug. Righty's hitting even in the past. Righty's have had a math. This is why we did this. This is for fun, folks. Righty's have had massive splits, reverse splits, averse lighter. So I still like Albies quite a bit, but Austin Riley at 41 missing Travis Darnot earlier. If you're going to attack lighter with Atlanta, these are some boys and they're still very, very affordable. So that's why we dug in on that real quick. We'll try to do that from time to time on some guys we're not 100% sure on. Again, Sheldon Noyce at 3,300 bucks. Noisy, I like him. Second base, third base eligible. Um, other than that, nothing really at this point in time. Shortstop position, you can go Seager if you want, but give me Bobachet at 52, Brandon Crawford at 51, Jeremy Payne at 5,000. Those three guys are outstanding plays. Javi Baez got a bump. He had a big RBI double and a two-run Jimmy Jack. He's 4,400 against Joe Ryan. If you're fading Joe Ryan, you can. Um, not love with fading Joe Ryan, but it's a good play there at 44, still too cheap for Javi. I said 43 yesterday was too cheap, 44, still too cheap. Uh, if you're fading Jomo, Jorge uh, Mateo is only 28. That's a little bit of a value for you, but time and time again at shortstop, you're paying up. Like I'm probably going to try to get one of Bichette or Pena, maybe some Crawford or Baez. That's where um, I'll be looking. Bichette uh, is looking better and better already looking at that position. And then the outfield, you got Buxton in a great spot at 62. Trout went deep again, so he is on fire at 61. Both great, great plays on this slate. Springer went deep. If you're uh, on Tuesday, if you're stacking Toronto, look no further there. Um, you, know, you can go to the Yankees, Big Dogs, Judge and Stanton if you want, 54 and 49. I think um, Taylor Ward at 47, he's been leading off for the Angels the last couple of days. That's a really sneaky, nice spot there for Taylor Ward at 47 hundo against Plesak, so keep him in mind. Uh, Ian Happ went deep, but Kyle Tucker's still too cheap. 4,200. He was 41 yesterday. Went deep. Keep riding the streak with Kyle Tucker at 42. The dude's too good. Enjoy it while you can. So Tuck at 42. You got uh, Jock Jams at 4K. Brandon Marsh at 4K is a nice value against Plesak with the Angels as well. I like the Angels. The more I look at it, this is going to be a fun slate, folks. Um, going below 4K, though, Jesus Sanchez is only 3600 bucks. Still a good tournament play there against Eric Fetty. A really good tournament play, actually. Um, 
Heck, Joey Gallo went deep on Tuesday. That's some fun stuff for you. Raimel Tapia is $3,200. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel's day-to-day pinch hit. He's 3300 if he's back in the Toronto lineup. So he's been hitting cleanup when he's been in the lineup. Lourdes Gurriel at 33 Tapia at 32 Um Luis Gonzalez has been hitting well for the Giants. He's 3100 bucks for his Blackburn if he's in the lineup. Max Kepler had a big game on Tuesday. He's 31 versus Pineda. So he's a nice value. Joe Adele's 3K. Seth Brown's 2900 bucks. There's a lot of value in the outfield. Lots of value in the outfield. So uh, check your lineups. See where things really come out, where you need to find value, where your stacks can be made. You can find a lot of fun here in the outfield position. Recapping your pitching, Joe Ryan, 9600 bucks. Really good tournament play. Just hope he gets that 85 to 90 pitches yet again. Shohei at 9K is probably the chalk of the chalk. Really good stuff there. I'll, I'll be eating some Shohei chalk. No doubt about it. But Charlie Morton, 82, I think is a great tournament look. Love Jomo at 7500 bucks. Glenn Otto and Jacob Junis are your punts. Otto's the pivot off of what should be a very chalky Jacob Junis. And then we're, we're waiting to hear some uh, Christian Javier news, hopefully. That'd be really, really nice. If you're stacking up on this one, Miami versus Fetty is intriguing. Very, very intriguing. I'll say that much. Uh, the Yankees will be very live again versus the Wells. That's a, that's a go-to. But Toronto and Boston... Um, I like Toronto versus Waka quite a bit, but don't sleep on Boston versus Stripling either. I prefer the Toronto side, but that's the highest total on the slate, so don't sleep on that one at all. Love Atlanta versus Lighter. One of my top stacks is Atlanta. Remember, I still like Albies a ton, but reverse splits, Darnode, um, Austin Riley. You have um, Ozuna, maybe Duvall, and some other options there. So keep Atlanta. I like that one. Detroit, Minnesota is nice. Minnesota going up against Pineda. I can jump on that one in a big, big way. Houston versus Texas. I think Glen Otto's overrated. So uh, keep Houston on your radar as well. Angels versus Plesak, I'll be all in on. And then Giants and, and Oakland. If Junis is chalky, I will have Oakland A's exposure. I kind of like a game stack there, which is scary to say. But uh, we'll see how things look when lineups come out. But Atlanta is right now, as I record is where I'll be taking stock on a lot of things. But that'll do it, folks. Eight games Wednesday. There's a lot of day action, a lot of like early uh, should be on this slate if they started an hour earlier action. So keep an eye on all that fun stuff. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDentric or join us in the free fancy DGens Discord and get things cracking over there. If uh, you'd like to give this podcast a rate and review on iTunes, I truly would appreciate it. But other than that, everybody, you guys have yourself a great, great Wednesday. Good luck. I'll be back with you guys on Thursday. This was... MLB DFS Quickets, your Wednesday, April 27th edition. I'm out.